0: How much do you charge for X? That is the usual question that a lot of us receive when people hit us up on the DM or when they pick up the phone to call or when they send the email. It's just a question, I mean, the age-old question. How much do you charge for wedding photography? How much to plan a wedding? How much does it cost to change a carpet? Um, you know, how much do your cakes cost? It's, uh, yeah, the typical thing. And now, there's a reason why this is sort of the natural or the default question that our clients ask or potential customers ask. And that's because, um, first of all, they have a lack of expertise in what it is that we do. So the average person who calls up to ask for your wedding photography or for your wedding planning services. I mean, typically the person is not a photographer or a wedding planner. And so um, they lack some, uh, what would I say, some knowledge or finesse with how things roll. So or what they're going to do is to go to the uh, default and just ask how much, because quite frankly, they don't know what other question to ask. Another thing is that One thing that is common to all our commercial experiences, whether you bought a car or a house or uh, what else, or a phone is uh, the common point of um, all our commercial interactions seems to be money anyway. So that is going to be naturally the default that anybody is going to fall to because that seems to be the universal. So because of these reasons and a host of other uh, reasons, that's the reason why people won't get in touch with you Um, wherever they reach out um, that's the reason why that's going to be pretty much in 80 or 90 percent of the cases that's going to be the first thing that you get how much for wedding photography or how much to plan the wedding or how much to change a tap in my house or whatever it is now there are a host of possible answers that you can give to this uh, question now the usual answer okay let me not say the usual because um i don't see a lot of people do it but i've seen some people do it and i think it's the strangest answer is some people just shoot back with a price sheet so you call up also rather someone calls up and says how much to plan my wedding or how much to uh shoot my wedding uh how much to do the wedding video and some people say uh some people say Uh, give me a moment. Um, Is this your WhatsApp number? The person confirms and says yes. And then they say, okay, I will send you a price sheet. And then we can continue the conversation from there. And then the other person says, thank you very much. And then you guys end the call. And then you uh, send over the price sheet. Now, that is one response. I don't really think it's the best because when you send over a price sheet, there's really nothing for the person to go off of to make a a decision because they haven't been able to gauge your um, experience, um, your expertise, um, your passion. Uh, what else? Um, the strength of your art, uh, your technical ability. You've just sent over a price sheet, and then all that's going to have is A, B, package A, package B, package C, or gold and silver and platinum packages, and um, basically they'll just have your prices there. And they'll be comparing them to another photographer or another planner or another insurance person's um, figures with nothing else to distinguish by. And since you've already um, handed over the ball, I mean, you've gotten off the phone and you've switched over to WhatsApp or email, uh, you're not going to be able to. Uh, get that opportunity to distinguish yourself again in most cases because the information that they needed Was uh, the price Also, they thought you've sent it over and uh, The average person is not probably won't answer your phone calls um, After that they would, like, they would uh, prefer to keep it on that whole um you know, email or voicemail um, level. So I don't think the price sheet response is the best, but it is some that people resort to because uh, it's comforting, you shield yourself, you don't have to get into any of those, um, you know, the uncomfortable situations of, uh, you know, trying to haggle. And then you feel like um, you're undervaluing yourself because Uh, you know you're a big shop photographer and so here you are haggling like you're selling a goosey in the market and so the price sheet response seems to be a good shield for all of that now another response that i have seen rather than i have heard and i don't think is really a good one is the direct uh, quote response so somebody calls up and says how much to plan the wedding and you say 1.5 million and the person says okay thank you very much and then they cut the phone and then that's it And uh, I don't think that's a good response for a number of reasons. Number one, also because you've given them exactly what they asked for, which was um, a price. And they're now going to take that figure and compare it against other people without any uh, direct, without any helpful context on which they can make um, a decision. So you just say 1.5M. And so they're going to compare it against somebody else who charges 800K, but they're not going to be able to, um, there's going to be no fine print that comes with those figures in these cases um, to show that this is the quality of um, service that you're offering or these are years of experience or um what else or these are the things that you're going to offer in exchange for the uh 1.5 because let's face it if somebody says 1.5 flat another person says 800 but the 1.5 for instance comes with um i don't know let's say 20 ushers and um 20 ushers and um and one free plate of small chops for all tables up to 100 tables. You know, if you run the math, you might find that that 1.5 actually is cheaper than going with the 800K and then having to source uh, the other things, the the ushers and the small shops um, by yourself. So, but you're not going to be able to get that chance to distinguish and to make a sale if you just give the direct quote. So I also don't think that that is a good response for someone to say, how much? And then you just say 1.5. So that's uh, not a good quote. Now, another more sophisticated option, and that's uh, one that I use a lot, is where you give a band. So you do give some figures, because let's face it, when people call up to say how much, they really are looking for some numbers. And if you try to fudge it, then it looks kind of, uh, it sounds kind of dodgy. So you're better off just trying to put, just put some figures out anyway to give a realistic band. And then you invite them into more conversation so that you can give a more specific quote. So... Use your own words in this, uh, In uh, use your own words basically. But I usually would say something like, um, it depends. It could cost anything between uh, 300000 to 850000 depending on the number of days and uh, what else it is that you want. Whether you want one book or two, the sizes of the book, the number of frames, things like that. So in order to give you a specific quote, I would have to ask you a couple of questions so I can give you something that is tailor-made to you. So that uh, gives me, gives us the, uh, the permission rather, to enter into a conversation and then Um, we're going to be able to ask more fine-tuned questions so that we can get all the information that we need to deliver a quote. And then it also gives us room to engage in conversation and also show off um, our our expertise and our passion and all the other stuff that we hope as wedding practitioners is going to win our clients over so that they want to work um, with us. So the price band is something that you can do and this works equally well whether it's in person over the phone or whether it's uh, through DMs or email. So if somebody sends you a DM, you know, the approach is the same. How much is it going to cost for you to MC my wedding full stop? And then you respond. That depends. It could cost anything between eight hundred thousand and one point six, depending on where it is that you want me to travel to, how many days it is uh, going to be and Okay, well I'm not an MC, so I don't know what other conditions normally run with their service. So um where was that? Okay, I'm not aware I don't know what kind of conditions run with their service, but you know, so that's basically where you um put it in. And then uh they know that okay, they're going to have they're going to need to have another conversation, more conversations with you. Um oh yes, yeah, another thing. And then it will also depend on whether um you're looking for uh an MC or sorry, a master of ceremonies or a comedian um I understand that uh for some of them um the fee is different, so if you're looking for someone who is much more of a comedian, then this is going to, uh, this is what it's going to cost, but if it's going to be a straightforward uh compare situation m c thing, then it's going to cost uh, something else now I don't know if those are the actual charges that they charge you know eight hundred to one point six I hope you you guys understand that a lot of times when I discuss figures over here on the podcast, I'm just throwing out numbers. I'm just throwing out numbers because I'm a photographer. So uh, I know how much photographers and videographers charge. But for everybody else, I'm just making up figures. So don't um, take me to task on that. So where was I? Uh, yeah, so the price band. And so that is one option. I use it. It works pretty well. So it gives them the information that they need, sort of. And it gives you room to engage them in a conversation now i had an experience today that just uh, reminded me that there is another um, option and that is to start with clarifying questions out of the gate some people don't respond with a band but start off with clarifying questions immediately they pretty much just uh, go straight into the conversation so that they can uh, they have all the information uh, that they need uh, to give a quote So uh, this is something that you have to uh, do with some expertise because if you just go straight into clarifying questions, some people feel like they're being interrogated. So maybe if you're one of those people who likes to go straight into um, the clarifying questions mode, maybe you shoot two or three questions and then you say, oh, I'm sorry, Um, I'm not avoiding. I'm just asking you these questions because there are lots of factors that I need to take into account before I tell you how much it is uh, we charge um, to uh, plan a wedding. And so that's the reason why I'm asking all these questions. Uh, don't be offended, or should I continue, or you know, whatever it is, your own verbiage, depending um, on your own uh, style. So, uh, okay, yeah, so let's run with that scenario. Let's say you're a wedding planner and somebody says, how much is it to plan a wedding? Full stop. Now, some people are not going to do the price band thing, which is what I would do. So let's say you're more of the clarifying question person. So if somebody calls up and says, how much? Your next question might be, how many guests are you expecting? And then they say, is it going to be Abuja or Lagos? And then they respond, um, uh, let's see what else. Have you booked the the uh, Have you booked the hall? And then they respond. So it's probably at this point that you're going to say. Sorry if it looks like I'm interrogating you. The reason why I'm asking is because I can't give you an outright quote. I need to know a lot of um, factors before I um, give you a quote for how much it is to plan the wedding. And if the other person is not being um, unrealistic or um, irrational, he or she is going to say, Okay, sure, that's no problem. I understand. What other questions do you have? And then you continue being able to engage them in a the conversation. So... Um, yeah, pretty much. I think that's all I wanted to cover today. Just to give you guys an idea of how to respond to the how much do you charge question. The reason why we need to pay attention to these sorts of things is because um, in this, uh, in this uh, industry, the wedding and the event space, a lot of us handle this uh, conversation poorly and that's where we start to drop uh, drop the ball. Now, why did I remember that today? It's because of experience that I just had uh, recently. So, I use glasses, although I don't know much about glasses. I'm not really educated about glasses. I just know that I like plastic frames, uh, I like colorful frames, and I like them photochrome. So, beyond that, I know nothing else about frames. And my son uses glasses as well. And, like most uh, kids his age, he has completely trashed the last set of glasses that we uh, got for him. Really beautiful um, frames with uh, orange accents. Uh, But I underestimated how destructive kids can be and so we have this um, Wonderful, wonderful pair of glasses now that just completely destroyed So while shopping for a new pair of frames uh, Of course, we already have the lenses. So what I've been doing is going around pretty much asking people how much does it cost to switch? uh, the frames Um, and and yeah so i call and then of course people give a quote because i'm thinking i'll get the frame on my own but then i noticed that my uh regular the place where we got the first um frame the my, my son's first frame so she's like my regular dr Kalechi. so i noticed that dr Kalechi took a different approach when i asked how much dr okolichi didn't say 20,000 or 50,000 dr okolichi just asked have you got the frames and then i said no i haven't got the frames uh but i intend to do so by today. And then she said, why don't you come over and have a look? If you pick something from our stock, we will switch the frames for you for free. And then I said, Oh, okay. That sounds good. Um can I bring him in at So 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 and so time? She said, okay sure, no problem. But if you can't make it today, I'm around tomorrow. I'm going to be here from ten o'clock. I said, okay, thank you, Doctor Kalechi. And that's it. That was the end of the conversation. So you see, that was a Different approach. The other people just came straight out and said what the amount was. That will be 10K, 20K, 30K, 50K, whatever. Bottom line is when you say it, I have absolutely nothing to compare it to. And like I said, yes, I use glasses, but I am not um, educated at all on these sorts of matters. And so I'm just comparing numbers on a page without knowing how else to make the best decision. But Dr. Kelechi takes a different approach. She's like, have you got the frames? Qualifying question after that she's able to throw in something to sweeten the deal and she's going to be able to get me to come in to the store or either either that or engage in much more conversations uh, through which she's going to be able to um, get the chance to um, to uh, promote her services. So uh, yeah that's it pretty much. So the way she handled it just made me realize that I haven't addressed this pricing question directly on the podcast. At least, I don't think I have anyway, because I think we're close to 300 episodes now. Okay, I think more like 280 or 290, and I'll have to check. So, I don't think I've addressed it directly before, so I figured, hey... Dr. Kalechi did it masterfully. So let me get on the podcast, share with you guys, so that if you have not been aware of these practices in the past, or if you've been handling it poorly, you'll find out that there are different perspectives and perhaps use a better way of uh, doing it. So you can either um, Dr. Kalechi it and you know, do the clarifying question thing, or you can do it like I do, which is banned and then invite for um, further conversation. But in my own opinion, Please, in my own opinion, don't do the price sheet thing. Please do not do the price sheet thing. It is good to have the price sheet on handy so that maybe after you guys are done with the conversation, the, people still, the person still wants some written material, you can forward it. Uh, and also, do not do the direct quote thing because when you do the direct quote, the response most of the cases is going to be thank you and then they cut the phone and then that is it. So if they say thank you and cut the phone, tomorrow if you want to follow up, what are you going to say really? going to be a very awkward conversation on your part are you going to call up what are you going to say you know i called you yesterday you asked for a quote i gave you a quote so how far are you interested i mean is that going to be the extent of the conversation so um but these other approaches at least you have um it gives you some leeway so you can sell yourself and then it also makes follow up um, easier so with dr Kalechi's approach for instance a follow-up call tomorrow would now be hey mr tavishima how you do you said you were going to come at 2 p.m., but we didn't see you again now. So, how far? No? And then she's quiet, and then I respond. Um, and anyway, let's just say there are much more options for action when you look at the other two. price band, invert for, invite them for further uh, conversations, and then just start with clarifying questions um, up front. So, thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Abuja Based sales consultant and event media professional. Thank you very much for your time and your attention. I'll catch you guys at the next episode. And also, I forgot to apologize for the noise in the background. That's because I'm waiting outside my son's school for school to be over. And yeah, so people are driving by and, you know, that's where all the other conversations are coming from and the horns in the background. And yes, you guessed it correctly. I'll pick up my son and then we go and start looking for... Uh, new glasses the search continues for those of you who have kids um, pray for me that we're going to be able to find something that should be fairly indestructible and should be able to last for at least another year so that we don't have to go frame shopping anytime soon if you don't have kids then these are some of the wonderful things that you have to look forward to not that your children are going to wear glasses but you know it's always fun shopping for clothes shoes and what else? You know, all the other good, fun stuff that uh, we have to do when we have children. So you'll have a wonderful day and I'll catch you at the next recording.